Blog Talk Radio. Now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. And that is Let's Chat with Miss Tony and Leisha. Happy Wednesday, y'all. Hey, Leisha. I didn't hear you at the beginning. I thought we were about to have some malfunctioning this Wednesday evening. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Let's Chat. What's going on, girls? Girl, I was on mute just to talking. <laughs> just talking on mute. <laughs> well, welcome, everybody. Leisha and I are back in the chat room. We hope you are excited for tonight's show. Leisha, I like this. Uh, we got a mind, body, and soul in the middle of the week. You know, I kind of needed that. <laughs> yes, and, you know, this is our special night. We normally just have shows on Thursdays and Fridays. Um, but tonight we have two fabulous guests um, that really know what they know, and I, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love people that have passion for the things that they do, um, mm-hmm. but they know what they know because they know it. You know what I'm saying? And that's the right. best thing. Uh, we have motivational speaker, minister, and personal stylist, Sonia Atkins, on tonight, as well as business consultant and radio host, Catherine Waddell. She's going to come back into the chat room and talk about her new projects. She got some things popping, some things that we spoke on last year that she's just bringing to light. I love it. I love it. You know, I love when you ask the question if we were talking a year from now because that gives us an opportunity to hold our guests accountable and to see if they were able to, to fulfill that one dream that they said they wanted to fulfill. So I'm excited to have Catherine back in the chat room, and we're going to chat it up and see what she got going on and see what we can expect next year, Leash. <laughs> Absolutely. I love what we do, you know. This is a platform that we have, um, you know, for a reason, because we we are readers at heart, but we love passion. We're suckers for passion. You know what I'm saying? And normally as a reader, you feel the author's passion in their writing. 
But when you don't have, when they don't have that word of mouth, when people don't necessarily know who they are, they don't have that fan base, they don't, they don't have that, their personality becomes their legs until their book gains legs on its own. So that's why we do what we do here on the Let's, on Let's Chat. And if you would like to be a guest or you're an independent artist and you would like to have your music played on the show because we have tons of independent artists that send us music all the time. Shout out to Ike Burner. He just sent us some new music um, the other day. Uh, uh-huh. Just send your request to the chat radio show at gmail.com. When you send your music, it has to be in the MP3 format. Awesome. I'm excited to hear that new music from Ike. And you know, Rich, in addition to what our platform offers, Sometimes an author or artist or whatever their passion may be may not have that platform to connect with the various um, art um, readers and, and music lovers or whatever it is that the listeners are passionate about. And we can ask these questions about what they have cooking in their labs, and it holds them accountable because they want to come back and say that they fulfilled those those things and just share what it took to get those dreams fulfilled. You know, Felicia did a post. I believe it was yesterday, and I was so happy she tagged you and I about fulfilling your dreams, you know, and that's something that we we have this platform here to accommodate the dreamers and to to make them accountable before those dreams and bring it into reality, Lisa. I definitely agree. You know, you have to be able to have that. You know, you got to be able to have that dream and be able to see it. People is microwave society, so people think everything is supposed to just come. Right. But the thing is that anything that you want to do is going to be a fight. So you have a choice. Mm-hmm. You can either lace up your boxing gloves, start going against the grain for what you want, or you can just mm-hmm. lay back and think that things are just going to fall in your lap and they're not. Right. Absolutely not. you got to get out there and get that hustle and that grind on and and. Put a little sweat, wipe that brow, letting people know, letting yourself know that you're out there fulfilling that dream, getting that grind on, and and putting feet to the pavement and making things happen, shaking things up. I definitely agree. Sorry, y'all. I'm so hungry. I've been in training all day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know how that is. I haven't taken a lunch hour in three weeks it's been so busy at work so I'm right can we talk about this already T about having snacks at your desk have you some snacks to to eat on the the snacks is gone me and Mo we be out there like what you got over there she trying to get me into some some granola I'm like girl you better take that granola somewhere (laughs) (laughs) wait wait T that's a healthy snack I know he said, is. hold I on, I need some, some real food. I need some real snacks. Give me some chips or something. <laughs> she started cracking up. <laughs> but Mo and I are busy in there, Lisa. You know we don't see me on Facebook during the day. Our sister is grinding. Plus the addition of I believe it. Attorney. I, I said I think it's like attorney, it's like <laughs> law season or something. Everybody in the law office is busy. Girl, if you only knew. <laughs> But it is. I'm glad I have a job to go. So when y'all don't see me on Facebook during the day, that means a sister is grinding. She got her grind on. She over there trying to get the job done. 
and make sure we always be prepared for whatever comes to let's chat so we can bring it to you in the most professional manner because, you know, Misha and I, we just get to going when we get on there. Like, we don't have an intro to, 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 to give our new listeners. We never know if we have, have new listeners out there. But here on Let's Chat, we love celebrating literature the royal way, whether it be music, like we said, get that music to us, just the platform to get it out there to the listeners authors, publisher, whatever the passion may be. We just love having them here on Let's Chat. And our show allows all of that to interact, you know, on an intimate, fun, and friendly environment. We love having fun here on Let's Chat. That's something that Lisa and I are passionate about just as much as reading because, you know, we just enjoy life and we enjoy sharing what we are, the things that we are blessed with to, to our listeners. So we hope that you are blessed as well and are enjoying what we bring to you guys here on Let's Chat. And we're going to have a great show this evening, an edition, a Wednesday edition of our Mind, Body, and Soul segment. I love those, please. Absolutely. You know, books are our thing. So make sure you keep your cyber eyes peeled for a new release coming on next week from a fabulous guest that we had on, Asher D. Diamond, The Life of a Star, that comes mm-hmm. out um, under seven publications dot com, uh, seven publications publishing. Seven, I'm sorry, seven figures publications publishing that comes out on the sixteenth. Uh, make sure you check out that Peter Mac. You know, we always repping Peter Mac here on Let's Chat. Make sure you pick up his fabulous novel Ayana the return. He also has a new novel coming out, Brenda. Mm-hmm. You know I can't wait. Because <laughs> I love a new Peter Mac book. If y'all haven't gotten on the Mac train, y'all don't know what y'all missing. Peter brings an undeniable flavor, all his own to his 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 works, his pen, and his the diversified, which is what I love. So make sure you pick up anything with Peter Mac's name on it. Get on that Mac ride. I'm giving him the name of the Mac ride, Lisa. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, for all of you AJ, Ashley, and Jaquavis fans, Cartel 7 is right around the corner coming out in July. Keep your cyber eyes peeled for that. But Cartel 6 is out, um, as well as Prada Plan 5. That is out as well. And we want you to pick up anything Reese World, of course. Uh, we have a new author by the name of... Malachi Taylor, he has Bloodstone, which is coming soon, quick and fast. I'm excited. Byron Carey, he's coming with part two of his book. Um, We have D.E. Adams. She is coming out with a fresh new series. So I'm excited for everything we're doing at Reese World Publishing. Make sure you check us out at ReeseWorldPublishing.com. Absolutely. We're getting ready for that summer so make sure you guys keep those eyes peeled. And don't forget, we got that Nene Complete Pussy Chop Part 5 coming out sometime in July, just to add some flavor to that, some heat to that summer. Make sure you get caught up between Parts 1 through 4. And uh, I, I got some some things I want to dive into this summer, Leash. It's going to be some great reading on tap. So make sure you guys make room in that library, dust the dust off, get them all situated, ABC order, however way you do your library. Get that new read in there. <laughs> Absolutely. And shout out to Monique Hall. You know, their uh, MBP publishing is doing a, they're going to be at Essence. So if you're in the New Orleans area or if you're going to Essence, make sure you check them out. They have tons and tons of 
fabulous authors. They just mm-hmm. added um, Quan to the list. Oh, boy. And um, Michelle Moore and P.S. White to the list. They have Ashley and Jaquevis coming. Zane is going to be there. Um, Victoria Christopher Murray. Rashonda Tate Billingsley is going to be there. They're adding, adding. So if you're, if you're in the New Orleans area and you want to see some of the hottest authors that are out, make sure that you check them out at the Essence Festival this year. It is going down. So shout out to Monique. If you're in the Atlanta area, we got the AANBC Awards. Shout out to Tamika Newhouse. That is this weekend, the 9th, the 10th, and the 11th. Go to AANBCAwards.com and grab your tickets for these fabulous events. You know, um, Tamika was on our show not too long ago, so make sure you hit up those archives and, and hear what she has in store for this awesome weekend coming up. Hit those archives. Tamika Newhouse was in the chat room. Absolutely, and every time she comes in, I so appreciate her, because every time she comes in, she always drops jewels, you know, mm-hmm. always. She mm-hmm. She's one of those authors that we always get jewels dropped whenever she comes into the chat room. And I really appreciate her. Uh, when she comes in, you know, I never have to ask twice. She always just says, whenever you need me. Same way with Erin uh, Bebo, Silk White. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. I think we have Kiki Swenson coming up um, okay. next month. Mm-hmm. Is that next month? No. We have her coming up, and I appreciate her because she is so busy working on her new series um, that she makes time to come and kick it with the ladies of Let's Chat. So I appreciate her um, coming and just spend time with us. Absolutely. And like you said, Lee, she she, she check out those archives because she was on not too long ago as well. She was actually, Mm -hmm. I believe, was in the middle of her, of taping her event, Lee, because we get, so many guests that are on the show that are literally on their red carpet or on a, a break for whatever series they may be having. Some of them are even on the red carpet <laughs> giving us a quick interview, and we so appreciate everyone that has shared their valuable and precious time with here with the ladies uh-huh. and the chat as well as our listeners. So we so appreciate you, and uh, we are literally on the go. People take less chat everywhere. <laughs> Absolutely, and I I always talk about I've met so many dope people um, in the last 12 months, and this woman, Miss the fabulous Christy Lux, this is my girl, and she is so dope. Her eye is so dope. Shout out to Crave Magazine, um, where she is the editor-in-chief, and Lux House, where she is the that is, this is going to be the sister magazine to Crave, but that is coming fast and furious. I'm so proud of her. She's dope. Her visions are, her eyes are dope. She has a dope creative eye. When you see those Crave covers, that is Christy Lux making it happen over there. So I'm so excited for her. Absolutely. And she's just a sweet spirit, least You know, she, she always has a smile, and she's always ready to help which I love. She just shares what's her knowledge that she has learned, and she just shares it, you know. So we so appreciate her, and she's a beautiful soul. So make sure you follow her mm-hmm. 
she has some great things coming out of her camp as well. Absolutely. I definitely agree with that. We're going to take a brief break, and then we're going to be back with the fabulous Catherine Waddell. All right. We're going to hit you with some of this new Ike Breeze. This is Ryder from Hollywood. He's part of the Team Breeze. Well, shout out to them for sending us some new music. Do you want to get in? Do you want to, do you want to get in? Come on, let's jam. Do you want to get in? Do you want to, do you want to get in? Come on, let's jam. Do you want to get in? Do you want to, do you want to get in? Come on, let's jam. Do you wanna get in? Do you wanna, do you wanna get in? Come on, she a bad yellow bone, straight out of Boston, can't tell her wrong. Machine with the talk, and she ride a snake mean song, coast deep Boston, and she'll ride or die for a nigga take caution. I put a price on your head like an auction, and she'll come and put a hole in it like a dolphin. Leave a nigga fresh to death in the coffin. I pull up game strong, I'm a ten tie lawson. Shout it boss up, she my ride or die girl. When I'm MIA, she my slip and slide girl. And she the plug daughter, so she the supply girl. A mama a hot girl. I need it in my world for real. Sorry, you the truth. You know I ain't no liar. She got that now back and the head is fire.
get it. Even your neighbors next door. And in this lesson, I talk about a couple of my neighbors, two neighbors that I did speak to and how our relationship expanded and one neighbor that didn't speak to me and how that relationship wouldn't go anywhere because when you live next door to people, you want to keep to yourself sometimes, but I, I personally don't think that's the smartest thing to do. One of my neighbors got um, robbed, my snatched purse, and not that I lived in a bad neighborhood, but had she never spoke to me, I would have been watching her from the window, I promise you. I would not have gone out there to see if she was okay or to check on her or anything because I don't know what's going on, but I felt comfortable enough with this person because we spoke enough. Um, I, I've seen her, you know, pregnant, then she had the baby, so we built a relationship, so we talked to each other. So when she was in danger, I was willing to put my life on the line. I didn't even know what I was going out there for. Just wanted to know, were you okay? Why are you screaming? That kind of thing. Relationships will make you step out of what you would normally do because we have a connection. So all of that is what I've been working on. And even the last time I was on the show with you all, those two books were sitting on my computer. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not going to put out a book. No, 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 I don't think so. I don't know. And I got a push at the top of this year. I actually got a swift kick in my butt at the top of this year. So I really um, – put some things out there. So I said, I got to see if these ladies are going to let me come back on and talk about these books and what I've been doing. Um, and, I, and I'm and i so glad you all said yes. So it's been a lot and a little bit of time. I love it. I love it. Lisa, that's what we were just talking about at the top of the show, holding people accountable. And, Catherine, you just fell right into par. And, you know, our door is always open to you, girl. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, sorry, guys. No, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I'm here. I was like, did yeah, I miss something? Repeated. There we go. No, this has been a rough day. Been a rough day. But now, Catherine, you and it's funny because when we talked to you, we was like, you need to write a book, and you was like, I don't know, yeah, I don't know. all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, very vividly. I was like, no, no, I'll come on here and hang out with you. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> and yep, you all were like, well, come on back when you write it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Here we are. Absolutely. Here we are. And so out, funny. Absolutely. Outside of your fabulous audio book, what else do you have coming up um, that you've been working on? Oh, boy. Listen, you're going to be one of the first people to know this. I have not publicized it on Facebook yet, but I believe, Leisha, I inboxed you. I told you this. I'm going back on television. Okay. So let's let's go back to January and the swift kick in the butt that I got. Um, mm-hmm. Last year, as you know, I was public, I was promoting really hard. It was going to be on TV, and I rented the space out, and I got this crew coming in, and we're going to do all these things. And we've been on TV before, but we were in a studio. And I'd always wanted to do something on location, and not having my own equipment was my limit. But I'm always collaborating with other people, so I didn't really use that as a as a handicap. Somebody else has the equipment. I have the show. We come together. We can make this happen. Uh-huh. Well, a lot of good things came out of it, so let me be clear about that. I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. It's the, this needs to be said show, and, you know, if it didn't work, it's on me. And a lot of good things came from it, but we ended up not having footage. We went through the whole thing. People flew into Charlotte. People, you know, were interviewed by me. And we had a studio audience. Everything that I wanted, I had, except for the footage. And so I was really, really, really irritated. And so this friend says to me, Kat, what's going on with your show? I had been silent. I was so disgusted. It didn't go the way I wanted it. I was, I was pissed. 
And so I was just kind of in a I gave up kind of mode. I was kind of coasting through. And the very first time he asked me the question, I was I deflected. I, I honestly I deflected. And I we changed the subject. And I moved on to something else. And I was like, I don't have to talk about it. So the conversation came up another time. And in this instance, I couldn't get away from him because we were at lunch. And I thought maybe lunch would be over in, you know, 30 minutes. But we had an hour. And I was like, shoot, I'm not going to be able to get out of it this time. And he didn't let it go. And he said, so tell me what's going on with your TV show. And I was like, well, I'm, you know, I'm mad. It didn't go my way. And he was like, you know, boo, like, what are you going to do? So so it didn't go your way. What are you going to do? Are you just going to give up? And his words to me were like, how are you going to let somebody else take your stuff from you? This is your vision. It has nothing to do with the pieces that didn't come together. Why are you going to let that one thing stop you? And we have been talking about his career as well. And I was like, well, how do you keep going? You know, I don't get it because you, you, you build a team, the team fall apart. And I'd gone through all of this, and I think last year was a breaking point for me. So being very transparent here, I was pissed, I was hurt, and I took it very personal. But when I talked to all the people that came into Charlotte to be interviewed, and I was like, listen, we don't have footage. I don't have any update for you to tell you when your people are going to be able to see the work you did when you came here. And they were like, cool, you know, things happen. When are we going to redo it? Every person, and I'm not exaggerating, every person that came through said the same thing. So we're going to be taping again. I'm going back in the studio, and they're, they're, every every person's willing to come back to do it again. And I thought, wow, awesome. you know, because I, I, I don't know what I would have. I don't know if I would have come back. You know, you didn't get it right the first time, you know. But they came back, and they said, I want to be there for you. And for those who cannot come back but want to come back, it's because they have other events that they're doing. And they say, You're, you know, the next time you have, let's look at the next date and see if I can get there, but they all want to come back to Charlotte. These aren't people that's just down the street from me here in Charlotte, North Carolina. These are people who flew in from Detroit, from New Jersey, from Chicago, drove up from Georgia. These are people that they didn't live here, so they they paid to be here. It did not work out, but a lot of them said to me, the ones I was able to talk to said, we had a great experience. We made new friends. We created new memories. And some of the people that left my event have already done some work together. So we're talking about April of last year. So basically a year later, here I am, and we're going back on television. We'll be back on in July. This is, uh, this is something I know with assurance because I'm going back home. I know the studio. And this time I'm certified to edit my own TV show, so I don't have to depend on somebody else for that. So that's the big news. Awesome. And what I'm going to do. What I'm going to do, ladies, that book I put out, Help Me Sell an Argument, which is the first part of many books that's going to come out because we have so much to talk about, so many conversation starters. We're going to set the show up that way. So this needs to be said. It's still going to be this needs to be said, but we're going to do Help Me Sell an Argument. And let me put another bug in your ear. We're going to do a talk show, and we're going to do a bit of a sitcom. I think that it's going to be – every time I talk about it, (laughs) every time I talk about it, a sitcom, I'm like, I would watch that show. And I'm not a huge mm-hmm. TV person. I'll Netflix the best, but I was like, I would watch this show, you know. So Help Me Sell an Argument, you know, has really taken a life of its own. So this friend of mine that kicked me in the butt back in January, we're just in June. And six months later, there are two books out. There's two CDs out. We're going back into the studio. There's so many good things that's happening. And I want to be clear with your audience. Just because a lot of good things are happening, please understand a lot of not so good things are going to happen to obstacles are going to get in your way. Something's going to happen. And you're going to say, well, if everything, if this is good, then why is this bad stuff happening? Because that's the way it works. That's the way it goes. Mm -hmm. I wanted it to be a clear path, a straight line. Everything's going good. Nothing's in my way. Only your focus will keep you from allowing things to get in your way. Go ahead and cry, Catherine, wipe your tears 
on your sleeve or some tissue, however ugly or pretty you want to cry, get it done, but keep walking. Don't you stop. And those people that are saying, keep moving your feet, keep going forward. You keep those cheerleaders in your life. You, you don't want people that are going to remind you of how terrible it is and that you should stop. Those are not the right people in your path. You want the people in your life that are going to make you push through. You know what, ladies, you know what I wish I could remember like vividly. I was, and my mom had me naturally. I wish I could remember that experience. Because that wasn't pleasant, going mm. through somebody's pelvic area. Mm. That hurt, that, mm-hmm. that pressure that goes to crack your brain in the place, you know, to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to form your body. Like, I, I wish we could remember that so we'd understand every time we transition into something else, we're going through another birthing canal, and that hurts a lot. Mm. Get over it. Mm. Keep moving your feet. So, yeah, I, I and I'm going to tell you, I'm telling you guys, like, the edited version of the story, but I cried. He said that to me. Mm-hmm. I drove off, and I wouldn't say it was a Saturday. So I went home, cried Saturday, cried Sunday. I cried. I, he had no idea. He he didn't know he had hurt my feelings. I was broke up. I was like, who is he going to say that to me? You know. He don't know that. <laughs> Monday morning, I was That's like, okay. Face. He had the ugly face on. <laughs> <laughs> Man, cried till I can't breathe. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, he you know, can't talk, breathing, everything. Yeah, all of that. Real ugly, real stupid. But Monday morning, he's like, okay, what you going to do? <laughs> and I was like, well, I went back down to the studio, and I got the ball rolling, and, and fast forward, here we are. We're going back to TV. So I mean, a lot has happened in six months. A lot of swift kicks in the butt. A lot of punches, pushes, and should have quits if I was a punk, you know? <laughs> but you know, Catherine, it's balancing yourself out because sometimes you have to go through that. To get where you want to go, and you got to go through mm. the forest to get the clear of the trees, you know. So mm-hmm. it all balances itself out, and here we are, you know. And that's a journey that you would not do without. That's a journey that does not that Absolutely. helps make you who you are today. So we take those bumps and bruises just to get through and and fulfill our dreams. Absolutely. 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 Mm-hmm. And you know, we always talk about this on our chat. Because it's something that we as women do all the time. And and I'm just going to say people in general. You know, we always say that some people will sell you their dream in a minute. They will talk you out of your dreams faster if it's not something that they Mm -hmm. see for you. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If it's so you right. when you say you have to keep those positive people around you, you have to. Because mm-hmm. everybody doesn't want to see you win past their set preset expectations of what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. and sometimes they want they don't want you to do better than them. It's so many different things. And if you wait on other people to move and make moves on your behalf, you're going to be waiting for a long time. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And also, you know, those true friends, they hold you. When you tell them your dreams and what what it is that you aspire to do or to be, those true friends hold you accountable. Okay, let's dust ourselves off. You're not in this alone. Let's get this train moving. You know, and those are the true friends that uh, captains talk about that you want to keep in your circle. You want to keep close to the to the vest, and you know, there's there's only a few of those that are actually around that that fulfill that that role as a true friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know what, ladies? I think it's people. Go ahead. People don't always know, so I, I want I want to 
add something to what you're saying, like a, a sub point. Even when people don't want you to go past their expectations of you, they don't even really know that they're sitting at home devising this mastermind most times saying, okay, I'm going to keep Tony and Alicia from going. They don't know that they're doing it. It's just so automatic in them. It's so mm-hmm. so in them to just be a force of resistance for you that mm-hmm. you just have to be aware. you got to be awake so that you'll know, wait a minute, this isn't going to push me in the direction I want to go. And something that helps me is asking myself often, what is your goal? What is your goal? What, even if I wrote it down, even if I've said it as an affirmation, what is your goal? Because if I don't keep focused on that, when someone says something that me back, because I don't remember what my goal is, it's, it's easier for them to do that. Mm-hmm. But if I remember okay. it, I can say, no, 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 that, that has, that's not in alignment with what I want. I just wanted to add right. that to what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, have and I think game. it's Tyler Perry that he talked about. Uh, he talks about uh, roots and, and twigs um, in your life. And sometimes mm-hmm. you have those, those are those people that are roots. Those are those people that they may, you want, you tell them your vision. They may not see it. They may not understand it, but they riding for you regardless. You know, they like, we, we going to get you where you want to go. If that's where you want to go, this is what we about to do. You know, and those are the people that you want because they help to uh, flourish those things that that passion that burns inside of you. You know, we all have those passionate things about us, things that just make us want to push forward, make us want to go forward. And we have a fabulous next guest. uh, She's going to join our Body and Soul segment, um, the fabulous Sonia Watkins. I'm sorry, Sonia Atkins. Okay. Hey, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you, ladies? We are yeah, loving wonderful. the energy you're bringing in. <laughs> Absolutely. Let me tell y'all about this one right here. She <laughs> kind of came out of the blue. I posted a post about, and I was actually, I was writing a short. I wrote a short for an anthology, and it. I talked about um, IVF, and I posted a question on Facebook, and she came right in. But the post was so needed because so many people, I didn't know how many women go through this good and bad. And she, as busy as she is, she stayed on that whole conversation to the end. And I really appreciate you because that helped so many people that really felt like they were kind of doing it by themselves. You're welcome. What was so ironic about it, I think I had just logged on. I am a Facebook guru, uh, lover of Facebook, and I think that particular day I logged in, and that was one of the first things I saw. And so, of course, as soon as I uh, get any opportunity to share my story, I love to share the glory of God and what he's done in my life. Absolutely. Now, you gave us a little bit of, tell us a little bit about you, because I know that you're, I I knew that you had the twins, the famous two gorgeous twins, but I didn't know that you were a personal stylist, a motivational speaker, a minister. You got to tell us what what you cook in your creative (laughs) kitchen, because you be having some stuff going on, honey. (laughs) <laughs> That's so funny. Um, uh, I don't want to sound um, uh, pompous or anything, but I do wear a lot of hats. Uh, I, I try to stay away from the kitchen, though, the literal 
<laughs> I stay away from the kitchen. I'm not a chef. I leave that up to my husband uh, for the most part because he loves his passion is cooking, so I allow him to take part of that uh, for, for me and the boys. But, I don't blame but, you. <laughs> but basically, I'm um, 41 years of age. I've been um, uh, spiritual, uh, knowing God for about, I guess, 21, 22 years maybe. And uh, just had a, just you know, gone through a lot of stuff, you know, like most people have, and um, found God. And when I found God, I just became more aware of life and circumstances and situations and how to overcome. And so, um, through my trans, all of my transitions, um, uh, becoming a stylist. Um, how do I do? Did, I was actually a banker for my last job prior to to becoming a stylist. Um, I was a banker for eight years, lost that job, and right the year before I lost that job, um, I my husband, let me go back, my husband is an artist, I don't know if you guys see that on Facebook, my husband's an artist, he's very fashionable, very eclectic, and so when we came together, he was always real fashionable and always dressed real nice and that kind of thing, and and uh, I never really paid attention to, to uh, paid attention to fashion the way that I do now. But I joined with a man that was very fashionable and fashion forward um, 13 years ago. So I've always, all my life, been very eclectic, different. Never wanted to look like anybody else. Odd, you know. I'm gonna go against the grain at all costs with anything that, that I do. So. Um, it wasn't very hard for me to transition into being a fashion uh, stylist and that kind of thing. So one year before I um, lost my job at the bank, um, I had had the twins and um, my husband um, and I was uh, one, one, and no one really know this story, but he actually awakened the stylist uh, guru in me. Uh, Right after I gave birth to the twins, twin boys, um, the Miracle Twin Boys, and excuse me, y'all, I'm driving from Atlanta right now. I'm sorry, but I knew I was going to take this call. But um, right after I gave birth to the twins, um, we had like a little fashion, a little at-home fashion show. And I think he was trying to build my self-esteem from me having the twins and having a C-section and just kind of being a little overweight in the stomach, so to speak. (laughs) And so he... um, one day he just was like, let's get, let's, you know, put on some, I think we were going out somewhere. I was going to an art show or something like that. And I wanted to look cute, but I wanted to hide my stomach. And from that point, uh, we put, we put on like 20 outfits, like 20 or 25 outfits. And he styled me at home. Mm-hmm. And um, after he styled me, I think something just was awakened from that moment. And I remember that moment so clearly because I knew I had just had the boys and I kind of like sometimes when we have children or we take on different type of responsibilities or different hats, we kind of lose ourselves or lose the person that we once were. Okay. So he built my self-esteem up that particular day. And from that moment going forward, I, you know, was working in the bank. And at the time, if you Google me, I'm most known as being the thrill shopping queen. If you Google me right now, that if you pull that up, you'll pull up, you'll you'll see some pictures of myself. So I hope I'm not moving too fast with your question. Um, mm. I was a, I, so I was thrifting. I had been thrifting since I was about 20 years old. 
right around the time I found God. I was about 20 or 21 years old. I, found, I, was, I, I had started thrifting because I wanted to be different. I wanted to be elected. I wanted to make sure no one else had my garments, my pieces, and that kind of thing. So I was already thrifting and buying different vintage that. And so went forward to that day where we played dress up. Um, I had already been thrifting, you know, at least 10, 10 15 years, okay? Mm-hmm. And so once we had the little dress-up party or uh, whatever or a little fashion, at-home fashion show, I started, social media became a, a phenomenon. And with me being a banker, of course, I'm working with the public, so I'm seeing how minorities or our culture spend money, okay? So once Facebook, uh, from MySpace to Facebook, became a phenomenon, I decided to share as a banker my clothing, and I started posting pictures of my outfits on Facebook and telling them, hey, I paid $7 for this entire outfit, like the blouse, $2, the shoes, $2, the skirt, you know, $5 or whatever. And so from me posting on social media, I posted, I think, about three days. And um, after posting for three days, someone contacted me, old lady name, and I like to give her name. Um, her name was Tony, Miss Tony, and I didn't know Miss Tony. I just she just was a Facebook friend. This is how powerful Facebook is. That's why we're on the phone now. So Miss Tony uh, contacted me and said, "Hey, I think you're such a beautiful lady, a fashionista. Can't believe you're shopping at the thrift store." I'm like, I've been doing this for ten or fifteen years. Yes, I'm, I'm, this is you know my life. This is all I do. I can't go to the mall because I don't like to look like anybody else. And so she said the news is looking for, the Birmingham News, 3340, is looking for someone to talk about um, saving money and conserving and, you know, you know how to save. And so this is me on my third day of posting from the bank in my, just my business attire, um, but fun attire, fun clothes, like a blouse and skirt, pencil skirt, stuff like that. And from the um, the third day of me posting, this young lady contacted me and said the news looking for somebody, and it was just a plug. And so she uh, gave me the young ladies from the producer from the news phone number, and I spoke to her, called her just like we're talking now, called her and said, "Hey, I'm just I just want you to know that I'm a uh, advocate thrifter, and I've been doing it for a long time, and um, I know how to save people money by shopping and looking good, you know, on a dime." And I text her a few pictures of myself, and she said, ma'am, I need to meet you in the morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. So she met me at the at the bank that morning, the next morning after seeing my attire. And, of course, I tried to be as fabulous as I knew how to be. <laughs> and um, from that moment of that interview, she um, – um, you know, she just interviewed me, and she said well, it was going to air – we did it on a Friday. She said it's going to air Monday. So with me being in the bank and around different people and around different business people and uh, moguls and stuff like that, I once it posted on on the news on that Monday, the following Monday, God spoke to me and said, "Have a fashion show." Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm hey. and I'm like, okay, how am I going to have a fashion show and why? And you know. You know, it, God spoke to me and said, have a fashion show. And I'm like, where am I going to get the money from? How am I going to do something that I've never done before? Um, I, it, the, the, the wheels start turning of, of defeat, okay? But 
I know this young lady here in Birmingham that does a lot of functions around business and she and my sister are best friends. And so I knew she knew about business and how to get things done without the overhead, so to speak. Um, she has a business, a business and everything. So, of course, with me having world knowledge, okay, having experience and having influence and having connection with people all of my public life, my whole adult life, I've always worked with the public, um, I knew to call and contact somebody that was, to me, in my mind, greater than me that could give me the information, the tools that I, that I needed. So I called this young lady, um, and I asked her, I said, how do you get money from other people other than loans and stuff like that? And she said, ask for sponsorship. Okay. So she was like, get your sponsorship letter. I'll show you what it looks like. And she's a coach now. She's a, a mentoring coach. Uh, that's her business now. That's all she does. But anyway, she, um, she said, get you a, a sponsorship letter and I'll show you what it looks like. And she gave me that information because she was really just getting started herself with becoming a coach as well. And, and so long story short, um, I knew of another gentleman that runs a business, uh, administ- or a business, um, what do you want to call it? Uh, uh, um, minority Consultant. business uh, company, I guess you want to call it. I knew him from buying paintings from my husband because my husband's an artist, okay? So I remember meeting him at a meet and greet or an art show, and I knew this man, you know, run a business. He gets all the loans. He, he was actually... Um, big, powerful guy. He was A.G. Gaston's um, assistant when he was young and when he was alive, of course. So I knew this man knew what to do and how to do it. So he was the first, very first person that I went to um, to ask for sponsorship. And he was like, well, what is your goal? I'm like, I don't know what my goal is. God just told me to do a fashion show. And he said, I want you to come up with a goal and, and figure out why God wants you to do this. You know, because business people, they don't, they separate all that. You know, he's a spiritual man, you know, no guy, go to church. But um, you know, he, you know, a business person knows that there's an agenda. There's some got to be some type of reward or some type of, uh, you know, reason why you do something. And so I was thinking, and I was like, well, I just went to jabbering off all this stuff and what I wanted to do. And I said, well, let me just do this. Let me just say this. Well, I'm a banker, so I see how we spend our money. So if I can get on a larger scale and, and tell the world, please stop shopping in stores or or, buy, or putting your, you know, going in debt for clothing. That's a, I'd rather you, you know, in my mind, spend your money on traveling or, or necessity, you know, and, and, and everything. So I said, well, if I could get this show paid for by sponsorship and everything, then I will, um, uh, I would tell the world or show the world with a with you know with a vision, give them visual of how they can still look good and be thrifty with hand me downs and that kind of thing. He was like bingo, because you know this is a community develop developer, so to speak, business mm-hmm. community developer that I'm talking to. So mm-hmm. he was like, okay, I'll pay for the building. And once he said he would pay for the building, my World knowledge and common sense kicked in to go forward with asking other business people that I met, talked to. And then I went to the thrift store, and this was the kicker for me. When I went to the thrift store and they sponsored me, are you talking about God? When God tells you to do something, he means, you know, he's going to provide. He's going to show himself real strong. That's exactly what happened. So from there, the thrift store sponsored me. Um, and, um, 
they um, and you know uh, Mr. Dickerson, you know, paid for the bills. Everything was funded and paid for. Models, hair, that's makeup, awesome. everything involved. And so that's how the fashion part of me got started. And so from one year of after I did my fashion show, I was I was let go from Reed, from the bank. I was let go from the bank. And from there, I just capitalized. And well, excuse me, let me go back. When I did the fashion show, I launched my styling business. Okay, so that means if you can't go in the thrill store and you don't want to smell the smell, you don't want nobody to know you're going to the thrill store. I don't care how rich you are, how wealthy you are. Some people still like to look different, at a, you know. And most people with money still like to save money. So I became a private, I was a stylist, and some of my clients were private, and some of them were not. Mm-hmm. And I still wow. have some now of those <laughs> Because we were just talking about that. Um, and we talk about that a lot on the show about moving your feet. And Catherine was talking about the confirmation that she had in January. You came on talking about your confirmation on moving your feet. A lot of times we don't move our feet when we're supposed to. Mm-hmm. You know, we wait. We we wait for constant. I don't know what, what why it is that we wait for constant confirmation before we actually make a move to do what we're what we need to do. Can right. um can you guys each of you because this is our mind body and soul um segment. You know a lot of times even with moving your feet there are distractions and sometimes it's small distractions and sometimes it's big distractions but there's always something going on that distracts you from the direction that just takes your focus away from what you should be doing can you guys talk a little bit about that we're going to start with Catherine hey okay I was ready (laughs) personal relationships have been mine because I want to take friends with me or you know that's what that's what my belief was in this time of doing this business I wanted everybody to level up with me, to go with me, and I would not move sometimes because that family member, that friend, or that romantic partner wasn't ready to go or they didn't want to go. So I would stay back because I didn't want to be ahead of them. I didn't want to be by myself. But the encouraging thing is once you let that go and allow them, accept them to be who they are, and you go where you're supposed to go, there are new people there. And if you are hesitant about meeting new people, it's not bad to meet new people because these new people, like like your other guest is saying, we met through the Internet. We met through Facebook. So if I didn't let those old people go, I wouldn't have gotten new people like you all and more new people on, you know, different social media platforms or networking events. And I would not have been able to expand my business. I would have just been stuck. And it's not okay to be comfortable and be stuck. So personal relationships have been an obstacle something I would tell people to be careful about. You can still love people, but you need to grow and know what your your goal is and where you're going or trying to go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's so important. And Tonya? Um, I'm going to piggyback off of her. Um, I totally agree. Um, When, um, let's see, um, for me, personal relationships, because to be honest with you, to be perfectly honest with you and to share my life with you guys and the world, I, I, I'm going to be real honest. I gave my husband a lot of credit for helping to um, to plant a seed that was probably already there because 
God is really good and really faithful to me and what I'm doing now. I find more joy and pleasure in, in um, styling and covering women, uh, more so than I, I have in any job I've ever had. Um, but I will say this, and, I, and just to be very transparent because that's who I am, when my husband and I, uh, we separated, we separated uh, right before that fashion show. Uh, we did the dress up, okay? We had, we, we, I gave birth to the boys. We had a, you know, we had a dress up party, but the marriage was on the rocks right after I gave birth to the boys. And so I left him um, for a year. And in that year is when the fashion show and all the news and all that other stuff came out. So you cannot just not let let friends go, but sometimes God will separate you for a season, even from your mate, your parents, or whoever that's distracting you from his purpose in your life. He will wow. remove and wow. cause friction to give birth to what's, you, what's in you and your destiny. Because I did not know that I would be the person that I am now had not we separated because my husband is such a gift to the world and my eyesight as far as art is concerned that for six or seven years of our marriage, even prior to the boys, I kept trying to push his gift and I never knew mine. So my experience is don't let no one, no thing, no person, not a mate, not a parent, no one distract you. Because if so, God would allow friction to come and you will have to ultimately uh, separate or do, I don't know what degree God would take you, but just be obedient and go ahead and figure out your purpose in life and go after it with everything in your soul. Because I think if I had maybe tapped into who I was, maybe there would have never been a separation. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's funny how things happen and we kind of don't think about it and we don't reflect until after certain things happen. Um, they can, But they're dramatic things, whether they're small things, like Catherine was saying, somebody, what he said just kind of, made her feel away. You know what I'm saying? It was something that happened that made her say, let me do what I got to do. And it was unfortunate that you had to go through a separation, but it was something that needed to happen to say, let me do what I got to do. And a lot of times we don't pay attention as women. I think a lot of times we get lost in the world. Is that fair to say? Yes, we get lost in the world, and we also, and we're also, yeah. we also get lost in our spouses, and that's one of the things that I'm going to coach mm-hmm. women on how to balance it all. Because oh. it, it, you know, and we go through stuff for a reason and for a season, and it's to help somebody mm-hmm. else. And I'm going to build a platform, believe it or not, on how to be a wife, how to be a woman, and then a wife, because you're a woman of God. You what God created you to be before you became a wife. I know Eve woke up a wife. Y'all about to have me preaching on the service now, <laughs> but I know she woke up. A, I know she woke up a wife already ready to roll. But she, you got to, you got to be, you got to be who God called you to be. You got to step into your purpose, and your spouse is to complement what you are and who you are. And so I'm going to teach women, uh, married women, how to balance the two. And I'm also going to teach uh, single women how to be ready and prepared so when he come in, he can come in and do like Steve Harvey did, Marjorie, take her up a notch. Y'all don't, don't, don't get me started on this here. 
telephone this evening. I'm gonna I'm back up now. <laughs> wow, we you guys, this is Mrs. Tony. I just want to say thank you, and uh, you are two women that are perfect for our mind, body, and soul segment. But Catherine, I just want to go back just a little bit because at the start of your interview, you shared with us some of the dreams that you have brought to fruition since you were last with us, and that being the two books that you have out. Can you just share with us what it is that you learned about yourself during that process and, and the growth that you saw within you? We're going to tag team, (laughs) Ms. Atkins. We're going to tag team tonight going back and forth because I'm feeling everything that she's saying. Being an individual, not losing yourself in other people's dreams, and I love, I get excited about other people's dreams. You ladies know that because I'll ask you, can you interview this person? Can this person be on your show? I want to see people do well. I'm committed to that. But what I found out about myself is I played the background real easy. You ladies were like, you need to write a book. And I was like, no, I don't need to do that, but I can send you some people to interview, that kind of attitude. And uh-huh. getting real comfortable in the background, not being who I am, um, not right. being that other part of who I am. I can still support people, but I kept stuffing myself in the back, in the back, in the back, and I can do this for you, but I don't see that happening for me. And I was saying that so out loud. I, I said it in an interview with you guys before. And that was the biggest thing that I learned about myself was I was stuffing myself in the back and I wasn't allowing myself to be an individual, to be mm-hmm. the product that I that I am, the, the person that I am for other people. While I can help you live your dream, why not model that for other people? While I thought I was, that was the thing really, I thought I was. I thought I was being an individual and I managed to lose myself still. And that was the biggest lesson, realizing that I wasn't, I wasn't out front, I wasn't really modeling what I was teaching. So it was time to do that. Mm, that's powerful. And I'm glad that you said that. But, Sonia, go ahead. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm loving this. Tell me your name one more time, the author that's on the, on the line. Tell me your name. Who I'm taking back and with. Catherine, okay. Yeah, we're tag teaming, Catherine. <laughs> we are tag teaming, so that's something behind that, okay? So, yeah, you, um, and I'm a forerunner. I'm a leader. I, I'm all of that. I always known that I'm very aggressive. I'm very forefront, um, outspoken, all of that. So I wasn't the one behind the scene. Um, but I will say that in the marriage, I was trying to uh, do both roles. I was trying to be in the background pushing him, and I was trying to forerun him as well. But the whole point was I was focusing on him, and it frustrated the marriage because he was not ready to step into his place and his authority. He was not ready to step into his gifts. I saw the bigger picture. I saw him as a genius, a a Picasso, okay? But life circumstances and situations, no matter what you want for another person, they have to want it for themselves, and it actually affects the marriage, um, because I was so pushy and I, I really wanted him to reach his goals or reach the goals that I had for him in my mind. And um, and it, it brought friction in the, in the relationship. And so for me, I would just say um, I, I want women to be balanced. I want women to know their place and their role um, as a single woman first and then um, to compliment a man and still hold your ground by being a compliment to him as well. And so it's all about you know, knowing your purpose and fulfilling your purpose. And that's, that's, that's pretty much what I'm going to coach women on is fulfilling your purpose and being comfortable with it, being comfortable with being single before the man comes and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, you know, we, I think we tend to 
because I know last year my mother died, and um, I don't I talk about it, but I don't talk about it because it's still a little hard to um, to just talk about her sometimes and thinking about her sometimes. But last year was a bad year for me, just mentally. I had a lot of blessings, but I was just in a really bad place, and I had to do a lot of reflection, and I did. I lost myself. Um, being a wife and a mother. It's like I wasn't really living. I was just existing. And I think a lot of times as as women, we get to that point where we just end up existing in life. We get stuck in in a motion or a just a basic function like a robot. And it's like that's it. Mhm. I totally agree. I, th- I think women are. I think God put the. Uh, he He gave us the ability to, uh, to be almost like an octopus, so to speak. And um, sometimes when a devastation. I'm sorry to hear about your mother as well. Um, I can't relate to that feeling, but I've lost a brother, so I, and there's no comparison. But I think we just we we know how women are are, are the most powerful beings on the planet. And uh, we we become like liquid, and we conform, and we try to accommodate. And uh, the children, the husband, the church, you know, the mm-hmm. ministry, the job, we try to accommodate. We become like liquid, and we lose ourselves. So I'm I'm looking forward to empower women to stand your ground. I tell my husband, like I'm in Atlanta right now, you're gonna take care of the kids. You're gonna do this. I went out with my cousins last night, my girl cousins. I still keep my ground, but you have to grow to that place. Cause some women get married and they lose themselves. Some women have children, they lose themselves. Some people get jobs, they consume themselves in a job. Some, you know, it's just so much. I'm a businesswoman. I'm a minister. I love to talk on Facebook. I want my own talk show. All of that. But I want to empower women and show women how to balance it all and still keep your own sanity. Hmm. Wow, this is Tony, and we're you're listening to Let's Chat with my girl Alicia. We have these phenomenal women on the line tonight: personal stylist, minister, and motivational speaker, Miss Sonia Atkins, as well as the wonderful and beautiful consultant and radio host Catherine Waddell. Now, I love that parallel that you just gave us about women being liquid, taking the form of whatever situation that we can find ourselves in. I absolutely love that. And if any of our listeners are on the line that want to talk or join in on this conversation, just press your one and we'll bring you into the chat room. We hope that you guys are being enlightened by this wonderful conversation as well as Lisa and I are. So press your one if you'd like to weigh in on anything or just to say hello to these lovely ladies. We so appreciate you for doing that. So um, with that, with that being said, you know, I like what you guys are doing as far as walking in your dream and making it come to fruition and in the process helping those that are around you, how much, how important is it to you to just reach back that hand and help someone um, because you see the struggle that they are seeing and you know what it is to go through it. How important is it to just reach back and help someone take that two steps forward? Let's start with Sonia. Do we gonna start? Okay, I was gonna say I was gonna say I was, I was gonna leave the floor for Miss Catherine because I, I like picking back on Miss Catherine now. 
Okay, for me, no, look, you for gotta me, share. You got to share. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I want you to do. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go first this time. Um, <laughs> yes, I would say um, I, I, I'm very transparent, so I share as much as I can on social media. I have a lot of friends and family that trust me and trust my wisdom and trust my experience because wisdom is nothing but you know uh, experience. Uh, magnified. So I, I really like to share with anybody at any time what I've ex- uh, gone my wisdom and what God has allowed me to uh, uh, experience so that I can teach someone else. So I'm, I'm an open book and I'm in the process of writing a book as well. And so, uh, you know, any kind of platform that I could use to share with women um, to empower them and to pick them up and encourage them to go forward. Um, uh, going forward has never really been a problem for me. It's my, my biggest issue, if I was to be transparent and honest, is to sit back. There's no sit back and sit down in me. Mm. I hear that. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm, I'm glad that you said that because I actually posted that um, on, I think, my Instagram where um, – about that because a lot of times I think that people limit you sometimes mm-hmm. and I don't think they do it intentionally. Some do, but some don't. And I think that a lot of times we don't, we keep people past their season. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't, um, a lot of times people aren't meant, cause people aren't meant to go to every level with you, but those are people that we try to keep around. And sometimes that limits your movement. It limits your growth. You know, it, it limits the, the the different things that you are able to accomplish and um, pull out of you because I think everybody around you pulls different things out of you. But it's sometimes they don't, and it's just like you're just there. And I think those are the relationships that we have to say those are great relationships, but – you have to be able to move forward. It's always going to be a forward movement. If you are, I say hovering all the time, you know, like a helicopter hovers. If you find yourself hovering, just there, just hovering in a circle, it's a problem. You got to start with you first to figure out why you're hovering. Um, and sometimes that hovering is the people around you. And you got to look at that too. Can you guys talk a little bit about that? I know you talked about keeping those people around you and letting go of bad people, but sometimes you have to let go of the good in order for you to move a little bit. Well, this is Sonya. I want to say um, when Abraham and Lot, uh, when God told them to leave their country and and, and told them to leave and he was going to bless them, um, Abraham and Lot uh, went together, and Lot, we know the story, Lot's wife looked back and turned into a pill of salt a grain of salt because she looked back and, and couldn't move forward. Then we have, uh, we have, um, uh, not Esther, we have, uh, Boaz, Ruth and Boaz and, uh, Ruth's mother-in-law who tried to abandon Ruth and send her on the way after her sons died and said, I can't give you any more sons. And, you know, I, the age won't match up. It won't, it won't go, you know, it won't be possible for you to stay around. But in her following her, her, her glory and following her anointing and following her path, she was able to be, to marry a king and free the whole a nation. So 
I do agree that certain relationships should end good or bad and vice versa and people that are pulling you down. Um, uh, you know, me personally, honestly, I have two sisters. I have a, a lot of female, a lot of friends, but I have two sisters. And with my two sisters, to me, I have everything. So to be perfectly honest with you, I don't have attachment issues. And I think women in general, depending on what you've experienced in life, whether it's molestation, rape, uh, abandonment, rejection, uh, 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 a a broken marriage, uh, you you know, all that stuff, we're going deep with that. All of those things and all of those issues contribute to your attachment attachments in, in life or your relationships in life. They can affect or effect. And so depending on how you were raised and what you've experienced in life and what has, what is your makeup, your foundation is how you're able to handle relationships currently and the ones that you would draw to you. So I, I, I hope I didn't lose anybody by saying all of that, but personally I, I just don't have a, attachment issues with people. I try to be balanced. Um, with everyone because I ha- I have a support system in my two si- siblings that I don't reach out a whole lot to uh, other people, uh, so to speak. Did I did I go too far, Lee, or did I say too? Yeah, you never never too much here on last chat. Somebody needed that right there. You gave that because somebody needed it. So nope, it's never too much here on last chat. We appreciate all jewels that are dropped. Right, but I do Catherine, think you, you should be open. Oh, go. go ahead. Say it again. Oh, I was gonna say I, I think we all should just be open to meet people like yourself. Had I not been transparent and, and, and open to share my story, because what we give out to the universe and what we give out in the spirit realm, it comes to us. So the reason why we connected is because it was for me, because God knows I want to share my story about infertility and not having children and being barren and all that kind of stuff. And so he knew what I would be saying to you guys here on the air today. So I'm saying all that to say this, we just need to try to be as healed as possible from any baggage and any issues that we've gone through in life so that going forward, from here going forward, we can draw those people like you guys that's on the on the line and people in our lives that can help cultivate us and put us in the place that we need to be. Okay, that's all I got. <laughs> Catherine, you want to jump in? Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm definitely listening and taking it in. Now, you asked how important it was to reach back and help other people. It was so important to me, and it is so important to me to do that, that I'm always providing um, free conference calls or radio interviews or connecting people with my connects, and I want to help people. What I have learned, though, is that it takes a mindset for people to recognize the value in what's being given to them or what's being taught to them. Sometimes they can't take it in as, as, as you have it, as you're giving it to them, because I get something and as soon as I get it, I want to teach other people and I want to share it with them. And sometimes I'm overzealous. So I definitely can relate when Sonia was saying there's no, you know, step back and sit down in me. And sometimes I am too bossy, been called a bully, and I guess that was affectionately <laughs> so, but I want you to I get like it that, and right? I want to share. <laughs> I don't want to be called a bully. I want to be called an influencer. You know, it sounds a little bit better. But yeah, I've been called a bully. To... Ain't nothing wrong with it. I'm here for that. I've been called a bully many a day. 
you're in, you're an influencer, not a bully. Oh, anyway. Tomato, tomato, whatever. Catherine is smart. But, uh, smart. I'm sorry. But I'm not a bully. I'm an influencer. I always say, you know, women really we are we are builders. We're like farmers. We create, we harvest. I'm a builder. Everything and everybody I touch and come in contact with, I'm like there to help them build. And sometimes you have to reach back. Go ahead, T. Mm -hmm. No, I'm 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 just sitting back taking it in because I'm an influencer. <laughs> That's right. And I'm right. Like, hey, y'all, you're an influencer. You know, okay. And you know what? You know what it is about influencers. We influence people to move their feet. We make Thank sure you. that they are that that people around us are building. We we encourage. We we affirm. But this is the thing about affirmation. I'm not the, you know, I love that. I always talk about the book about love languages because people love other people based on the way they receive love, which is why a lot of relationships have problems Um, because you're not feeding into that person's love language, but there are five love languages. So if you're saying I, I affirm, this is my thing with affirmation. Somebody can affirm you all day long. That does not mean that they are there for you. You know what I'm saying? Because affirmation is just telling you, you're just talking. You're just verbally telling somebody something that they need to hear. But it doesn't mean that you're there for them like that. And so a lot of times I think we get wrapped up in those small needs and we don't pay attention. When people come around, those influencers, those influencers come in your life for a reason. It's time to move your feet. And he's placed an influencer in your circle, in your world, in your life for a reason. So we serve a purpose. Ain't no wrong with being an influencer. I'm going to get a t-shirt and say influencer. There you go. That's right. That's right. I like that. And, I'm going to use that term from now on. Too, in the beginning of this year. That's right. That's the word you use from now on. I am. I look. Yay. That's right. We got a hand up, ladies. We got a new word. That's right. Yes, everybody We're going to get a t-shirt. We got, to, we, got to, we got to brand this here. The influencer. Yes. Right. New club. Yes. I want you Facebook. to brand that. I love it. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going to say on Facebook. I'm not. I'm not a bully. I'm an influencer. And that. Do you, did y'all yeah. catch? Did y'all catch what I was? What I was trying to say about my husband? How I kept trying to influence. He probably looked at it as bully. <laughs> did y'all catch that? Now that I, now, now I that you have given me the terminology of of what I was doing, I was trying to influence him. That's exactly. right. That's right. That's your job. You are the yeah, help mate. And as the help right. mate, you are there to influence. Ain't nothing wrong with it, ladies. But Ain't you know what? But, but you know what I heard with Cat, Miss Cat. But but I what, what I heard Miss Catherine was. But I did hear this, and this is where the mistake happened. You have to be ready and receptive. That in our influencing. Mm-hmm. People have to be yeah. capable to be influenced. They have to be receptive, yeah. and they have to be a, 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 a ready to an act to teach. Okay, uh-huh. so that's yeah. the, that's that's really what it, what it was. That's why a lot of people I don't flock and with a lot of people to, because I'm always yeah. in influence mode. I don't stop, that's and right. we have to be able to we have to be able to discern when they're ready and when to pull back, and 
that is going to help us um, be able to build them longer. And I'm thinking, you know, in the beginning, I didn't want to string people along. I want to give you all the information and you can, you know, work with it as you will. And I've had some people say it overwhelmed me. And I was like, oh, I can understand that better now. You know, I, I get it. You know, I did this big dump on you. I was really excited and I wanted you to get it. But I've had people say, give me one step and they'll go do that one step. And they'll come back and say, Catherine, give me the next step. And I can appreciate that. But everybody doesn't know their their love language. They don't know how they learn. And so they don't uh-huh. know how to say those things to you. So us, we the influencers, if we're able to discern, okay, wait a minute, I went too fast. And, and Sonia, you've been doing that the whole interview. You're like, okay, are we on the same pace? Are we good? And it's great to that's check right, in with right. people because we can say to you, we're with you, or no, that was too fast, or slow down, or speed up. And when we're able to have that communication between the giver and the receiver, we're able to build that relationship, build that trust, and they'll say, okay, well, they're not trying to roll over us, even though we know we're well-intentioned as we influence people to move forward because Uh we see something more, and we want to be that person in their life that says, I see more for you, because we don't want to be the person that says, I don't want you to grow past me. We want to be the person that says, be all you can, and I'm here to cheer you on, and that scares people because they've had the opposite so long. You couldn't really mean what you're saying. You're you're just trying to do something. You're trying to put me somewhere so you can use me. And so they're thinking this is too good to be true. So if we can discern that we just need to give them a little bit, give them a little milk before we put them on meat. Simple as that. So right, yeah, I mean, right. We gonna we gonna put a pin in that real quick, ladies, because we got a hand up. We want to get these callers in seven seven three nine zero five. You are live in the chat room. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hello, have you heard? You can be heard, honey. I am. So, you know what? I'm listening to you ladies. I don't know how this, how I punched one. I am so, y'all caught, got caught off guard, ladies. I'm just sitting in listening. I'm hearing everything you you um picked up that you've been saying. My coach is Coach Catherine Waddell, and um I love her, and I'm one of the ones that um she take her time with. Um, Let me think. I am a, oh, my God, hands-on type of learner. So, ladies, y'all call me off guard. <laughs> That's all right. Veronica, no I love worries. you. I love you. <laughs> and, hey, y'all, so make it even crazy. My daughter is giving me my birthday gift early, so I'm, like, really confused right now. But, you ladies, you okay. guys are doing your thing. You're doing a great job. I heard so much so far, learning a lot, especially um, talking about when it's time to move on and let other people go, um, that's really hard. Me and Catherine have been talking about that for a while now. She's being really patient with me. I think we were just talking about this poise thing. I was telling Catherine she got so much poise, and that's what probably drawn me to her for so long. But, um, ladies, I'm going to fall back and let you guys, you know, finish talking, okay? Okay. Well, we you know, appreciate you, so you much. coming in, honey. Oh, oh, I, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead, say it again. Uh-oh. I said I'm calling from Chicago. I forgot to mention that. What's your name? Veronica. I'm sorry. I forgot. My name is Veronica, and I'm calling from Chicago. Hey, Veronica <laughs> from Chicago. I am so confused. <laughs> no worries. That's all right. Happy birthday. Thank you, ladies. I have a great rest of your day. And I'm going to stay on and see you guys wrap it up till y'all finish. I'm loving everything you guys are talking about today. Well, thank, thank you so much. 
Yes, y'all. This when I say this is always much needed conversation. I I I think that we are influencers, but I think that when you come around people, you have to acknowledge who you are or the or or the person you are. And I start I have started to tell people I'm a builder. I'm a builder and I love passion and I have to build and I have to be passionate about whatever I'm doing. If I'm not, then it's going to be, it's not going to be something for me, but you have to let people know, Cece, now we got to get our influencer shirts because we got to let people know I'm an influencer. And I like what Catherine was saying about you seeing um, what people don't see in themselves. That's the one thing about an influencer is I think that God blessed us with the sight of being able to be emotionally nosy. We can yes, see ma'am. things that people may not necessarily see. And sometimes when people are hovering, when they need okay. to move their feet, they need that one person to say, um, I love you, I love everything about you, I want to be you one day, but however... We're going to need to tighten some things up. How about you try doing this? How about you, you know, pull, sometimes you have to pull it out of them. But the problem with that is always pulling. If I have to always pull you, that wears me down. Because ambition is one thing you cannot teach. So how do we deal with that aspect where every, you know, people have to be able to receive it and then sometimes the receivers, they don't have that ambition and drive to have the follow-through and keep going, though. Let me jump on that one, if that's all right, Sonia, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead, teacher. <laughs> <laughs> um, for the person who does not have the ambition, for the person, we again, we have to be able to tell that because some people just talk and have you ever met someone there? They're always talking, but they've never had to show. And when you call them carpet on it, then they start backing up and getting quiet. And if we're honest with ourselves and we look at, you know, are they a person that never finishes what they start? And even if we could say, I want to be the support you never had, they they got to want it. Can you hear me? Uh-huh. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yeah, okay. Hear we have Okay, I want to make sure I wasn't cutting out. But having the person that you could say, I want to be that person that supports you because you haven't had the support, you could you could overwhelm a person. So you really have to know if they're serious about it. So give them something small to hold them accountable to. And then you build up because it's a mindset. It's really not about the outer stuff that we do. It's not about, hey, Tony, move this block to, to this from square A to square B. Yeah, you could do that, but the mindset about keeping it going is the thing. And and what keeps you going when nobody else is supporting you and cheering you on? Yes, you can have a passion about something, but in the beginning, we are babes. We are babies in our business, even though we're, we're fully grown women. But when you start a new venture, you're a baby. So you need little teeny weeny things that build your confidence up and build your mindset up and, and for you to be able to stay solid in that. Because we, we miss a lot. We miss a lot in people. When I say, oh, my gosh, I can see so much in you. We can do these great things. We overwhelm them. We scare them. We shut them down. And they're going to run back to what's safe. Because while we do mean exactly. well, they, their mindset isn't, isn't mature enough to handle that yet. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. That makes yeah, a whole lot, lot of sense. sense. That was so powerful. Woo-hoo! A whole lot of sense. 
change. And you know what? Because change is is needed. Change is a necessity, but change is scary. And a lot of yep. people are afraid of change because change not and a lot of people are afraid for you to change. You have people around you that they they are scared for you to change because your change means that they have to step their own personal yeah. game up. They have to change yep. something in their life. And they're not ready for that type of change. they like, you could change all day, but see, now you changing, which means I got to change. And then now I have a problem because yeah. I'm not ready to change. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You're messing up my flow. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, it, it changes the necessity, and that, and, but and, it and, is and, a scary thing. And, you know, that's why relationships end, a lot of relationships end. They don't end peacefully. They end because uh, they are afraid of the change or they don't like the new you or you've changed your zip code or you've changed the way you look. Can I share my story real quick, transitioning from thrifting to uh, wholesale business real quick, just so for teaching purposes? Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. So as, uh, yeah, so as I started out as a, a thrifty stylist or thrift store stylist, whichever one to called it, I was saving people money but still making them look fabulous, okay? Well, I opened a boutique with the mindset uh, eight, nine months ago of uh, being able to not ch- – Still trying to save people money, still trying to help people because I was charging one hundred and fifty dollars, even if I got it for fifty cents. Okay, once I got it, got you styled, um, and and I got it clean, professionally clean. I deliver it to you, okay, with your accessories. Okay, mm-hmm. so I went, I transitioned from from seventy five dollars to uh, starting out to one fifty over a year or two time. Well, nine months ago. I decided to link up with a mini mall. That's what my story is. It's called a mini mall. It's basically something like uh, like a bunch of boutiques or a bunch of stores inside one mall. And I did that through the wisdom of God because I felt like, well, if I'm going to start a business, I have people that trust me, but also because I'm an influencer, <laughs> transition bully <laughs> to an influencer as of tonight. That's right. That's I'm right. Very, mm-hmm. All right. I'm very. All right. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I was very, I was very confident, and I'm very confident, very, very cocky, um, very uh, stable in my craft. Okay, so just imagine when I transitioned from thrifting. Let me say this. So I was very cocky, very, uh, you know, uh, I wouldn't say arrogant, but just very pompous and and styling these beautiful women in these beautiful one-of-a-kind garments for 75 transition to 150 before I opened the boutique. So I transitioned about nine months ago into a space with other boutique owners that sold only new stuff. So I go in with my confidence, and I had my supporters who had been supporting me for two years um, straight from home, styling them into a place where I brought all my consignment pieces, thrift store pieces, in this space, and I had enough to fill up the whole store, my whole store, because I had accumulated. Because once I style you, I would give you three options. If you call me and say, hey, I want you to style me for this event, when I come in, I'm going to have three to four pieces. You get to choose your piece, and then I get it cleaned. And, you know, basically it's just going through what I would do. Okay, well, I had numerous of pieces when I opened um, uh, Betsy Moore Boutique uh, about nine months ago, along with these other ladies, and they had brand new stuff. Well, the owner uh, had never allowed anybody to bring in used garments, but of course God gave me favor with this lady, and she uh, permitted me to come in um, with my stuff. Well, after two months, 
this is this is kind of summing up sort of to a certain degree what we're talking about. When I went in, when I used up, I had my followers and the people that trusted me and that was ready and willing and excited about me finally opening up a store so I wouldn't be running around the city styling people and that kind of thing. And they would come to a stable place, not just my house, and get dressed and that kind of thing. Okay, well, after two months of analyzing that my sales was 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 uh, unstable, I wouldn't say that where they declined because now that my uh, supporters and my VIPs have gotten over the hype of me uh, being in a store, they backed up some to a certain degree. So I had to transition and make change. And that transition and change for me was I had to go wholesale. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, and so I, I'm, I'm wholesale, and God had to send somebody in my life, a boy straight up somebody that could, could show me the rope, show, show me the ropes of wholesaling, and buying clothes, wholesaling brand new, and still, you know, being able to uh, save people money, and still, I'm still to this day trying to strategize and save under seventy five dollars with any one garment that I that I buy. I still don't want to go over seventy-five dollars. Although there are other things out there for me to get, I'm still in the banking mindset of not wanting to offend anybody's pocket. Okay, so mm. so so. Um, long story short, you have to change, and, and and because I'm not afraid of change, I like change. Change is good for me. My favorite day of the week is Monday because I love you know the change and the new beginning, and so. Anyway, I had to adapt to my environment, and I adapted very well. And uh, now I'm I'm actually totally wholesale, and I had to let – I was only catering to a certain person. Now, people do call me still to style them vintage, you know, weddings and stuff like that. So uh, I I, I just wanted to throw that in there, if that could help out some kind of way. You're over there just doing everything, aren't you? You're girl. Ain't no wrong with it. What you say? You an influencer. That's what you do. You build. You're an influencer. You. Yeah. That's what you do. You build. You will. You build. Yeah. I am and, a master builder. It's okay. I'm definitely. Yeah, I'm definitely a master builder. I'm just learning from Catherine tonight. Um, I, 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 I'm, I'm driving on the road. I've learned a lot from her, so I got I got to touch bases with her because there's a she's seasoned in in some areas that I'm not. So I'm definitely. We already friends. We already friends. Say, let's, let's make that happen tonight. We will be okay, by the yes, end of this show. Yes, We're going to be on. Yes, yeah. yes, ma'am. You are seasoned in an area. And I can tell when I hear seasoned because most of the time I'm an influencer. And so it's hard for influencers to be influenced unless it's something higher in them. Oh, my. That can, oh, my. Can take, yeah, take us to another place. So there's a there's a steadiness in you that I, that I know I need. And so we're going to definitely connect. But I, as I'm driving, okay. I'm thinking about what you're saying as being an influencer. And God just dropped this revelation on me. When you're driving and you're the driver in a car and you have passengers or somebody sitting to the, uh, to the you know, the passengers or backseat riders, when you're driving through life, as I'm driving down this road, God revealed to me that there are certain stopping points that you have to change your speed limit. Come on, y'all. Y'all pull it on me tonight. You have to change. Okay. It says 55. You got to go in the 55. If they 70, you can speed up a little bit. If you go into a place where there's, there's, there's some type of caution because the road is being worked on, you got to slow it down to 25. So as influencers, we got to know when to speed up and when to slow down. And that's what I'm thanking God for uh, meeting you guys tonight. And that's my takeaway, actually, from tonight. 
That's all I have. Oh, absolutely awesome. love it. I, you got me at the beginning of the conversation. I have to say that you gave a lot of credit to your husband, and you also were, were transparent with us about the separation and then the coming back together. When we talk about those personal obstacles that get in our way, the obstacles that get in our way, and we both agree that personal relationships are very important and they have a way to, to get in our way of what we're trying yeah. to achieve, it made you see you, it made him see you, it made y'all see each other. And even if it's your mom, even if it's your siblings, even if it's your children, it's still an opportunity for you to wake up and see what's really happening. What we tend to do is take it personal. What we tend to do is play the blame game. If they would have, could have, should have, they would have supported me. If they would have saw my vision, like you were saying this, and this is unfolding in my head, and I'm going, it's not about that. It's separating because now your behind is over here and you're not distracted, but you're trying to run back to the distraction. You're making the process last longer. So see what you need to see. Okay, I'm over here. I'm not distracted. Nobody's bothering me. It's time for me to sort myself out and, and wake up and, and be who I am. And then you also talked about women being individuals, and that's so common. We will lose ourselves not only in our mate, our family, our children, our friends, our, our so, social um groups that we're in if we're on the pta and i've been the pta president it's, that's drama you can lose yourself if you're a part of any organization you can lose yourself so you sent very big powerful messages on tonight and i'm hoping everybody grabbed them i'm grabbing them and i'm going wow because i don't know what tony and Leisha did when they brought us together but this right here was perfect we're learning from each other we're connecting from each other and we're definitely sharing with their audience on tonight so Tony, you gave me a whole lot tonight and i just want to say thank you and yeah, we connected now, but we're going to connect on social media as well. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, Absolutely. just keep calling we me. Just, I, I was going to say, yo, just keep calling me influencer. What? When you go to school, yes, you got to post on this. Because, <laughs> baby, I can't talk on social media that day. <laughs> we are influencers. Really and, you know, I'm glad that Catherine brought that up because just recently, um, T.I. was in the media and he was he got a lot of flack for a comment he made. The comment was he made on an interview that his marriage was a distraction. And so his wife took it as him saying, you said, I am a distraction because I am the marriage. Let's talk a little bit about that because a lot of times, like what Sonia talked about, um, sometimes you have to see each other. I think that especially in marriages, like people gave Monique a lot of flack about her open relationship, but they don't listen to what she says. She says we are open to communication. I don't think people who are married or in relationships in general, whether it's with your parents, whoever, are not as honest with those people closest to them as they should be. Mm-hmm. I agree. And that causes a, a barrier, and it causes a problem because you have to be honest. And, see, this is the thing about change in a relationship, any relationship. Everything has a reset period. Everything. Every relationship you have will have a reset period, and you will either reset together or you will reset apart. But the reset <laughs> is because people change. Change is inevitable. Mm-hmm. You're going to change. You mm-hmm. might like eggs when y'all get together, and then all of a sudden you don't like eggs or green grapes. But that was your thing. Y'all shared eggs and green grapes. Now it's like, I don't like eggs or green grapes. And so people don't 
change together. Like they don't move together. It's like some people just want to stay the same and they don't really see each other. So I'm glad that you guys brought that up. Right. I'm not sure exactly what T.I. said, but, I mean, I, you can take that in a lot of different ways, and I can see where his wife felt like it was uh, something derogatory towards her. Um, There's it, so many ways that you can, you know, view that statement that he made. Um, it could have been a personal issue. Um, it could have been a, uh, a distraction, meaning, um, you know, the responsibility of marriage, because sometimes people can get married for, you know, certain reasons, whether it be love, whether it be we had a child and we got pregnant, we want to hurry up. And, you know, there's a lot of different reasons why people get married. Oh, I feel obligated to marry you because you were with me when I was broken. Now I'm doing good, you know. And there's all type of sorts of reasons why people uh, get married or, 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 you know, get into relationships. And like you said, change is inevitable for everybody. You know, just like now, I don't like I do not like scrambled eggs anymore unless they're scrambled really hard, okay? I used to like just scrambled eggs, but now I'm a little picky. I'd rather have them boiled, okay? So we all have changed, and you have to be willing to. I think I want to say this, and especially for the single people, I really want people to, as much as possible, have self-love and discover yourself so that, Little insecurities or little issues can come into play. And if you're a whole individual or you're a self-love person, probably you understand how to draw or attract a person of like mind, just like you are or where you are. So, you know, less issues, less, less, less uh, responsibility. Kathy, you want to weigh in on that? Which one on the T.I.? <laughs> That's a loaded question. I feel like I'm being tricked. Wait a minute. <laughs> you know, she's very eloquent of speech, so she can take us whichever way. Oh, God, relate. See, you, got, you have the thing that's different between the two of us here is that you are married and I'm dating. And, um, I'm aspiring yeah, to be where you are. We don't care about the dating part. Let's hit, let us let let the people that are dating hear your perspective because I'm married, been separated, oh. and re back and back together. Give us some type of uh, mm. give the single people that's waiting to be married some type it's of hard uh, out here. <laughs> it's hard out here. Show. I'm sorry, the influencer didn't kick in. Hold on, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, well, I'll take an interview question from anywhere. I just begin to sweat there in places. Um, but see, uh, and, and my aspiration is not to be married, so there are a lot of different perspectives out here for dating. I am looking for a lifetime companion, and so that is happening in my life, but it still has a lot of the commitment things. You have to be honest, and you're going to get your feelings hurt, and you're going to be made to cry, and you're going to have your feelings hurt, and, and all of these things, but for single people, what, I, what I've learned, I have several friends that are dating and they have different relationship goals, you know, to be with their person, whether it's to get married or just to be together forever, whatever. They all go through the ups and downs. They don't know if they want to do this. And relationships are hard. So if people are under the impression that I'm going to be dating or I'm going to be with this person and it's going to be all smiles and sunshines and gumdrops, and it's not, it's not. Go ahead and get yourself together. Once I realize, okay, I'm – 
I'm in this. It's like, so So now what do we do? Are we, are we supposed to look at each other all the time? No. You seek to be an individual, and his push for me is to be an individual. Cat, don't you go be you. Be an individual. Don't stop being you, and in, in, in fact, keep evolving into you. And even just recently, ladies, he was like, why don't you go harder for what you're doing? And let me be clear, I think I work really hard for me. So I had to say, what do, what do you mean? Why don't I work harder on my business? You know, so this person has their own stuff, their own business, their own goals and dreams, and they're stopping and looking at me and saying, you you could be working harder. You could be further along with what you're doing. And it's been because I have not had this support in a romantic situation, it's a challenge for me to know, okay, do you mean that? Because if I go over here and work harder, that's that's going to be more time that I'm going to be putting in my business because some people are dating someone who wants you to invest so much time in them, going back to what you said, Sonia, about losing yourself in them, and then one day they decide, I don't want to do this with you anymore, and you're lost. You're that's lost, right. and you don't have anything left for yourself. And for us that get involved with our kids, every step, move, taking pictures, and the kids are our beginning and ending when they leave home, to go live their lives, you lost again. So we have to, we have, it's not, a, it's, it's not a problem for you to be an individual, to have things that you like. It's having a well, a holistic life. Have your friends, your me time, your family time, your, your cuddle time with your sweetie, your time with your kids. It, it's, it's okay to have those things, but we're, we're so one track minded sometimes. And, and for the single people, your goal is to get his last name and get a ring and move in together. But then what? But then what? Y'all supposed to have his and her shirts on? You know, I'm with him, I'm with her. Like, really think about, you know, what is it that you want to do? Because if this is the person you're going to be with for the next 50 years, is this what y'all going to be doing, seriously? His and hers? Right. You know, that that's going right. to, the, the eggs and the white grapes, absolutely a great example, because I used to really like eggs, and I think I still do, but they don't like me as much anymore. And and white grapes <laughs> used to be my thing. So, so things, things change, you know, so... <laughs> Absolutely. So as, but we, the, as we're the thinking thing about is, dating, if you take mm-hmm. sex out of a relationship, what do you have in common? You see what I'm saying? If you take the physical out of a relationship, yeah. Oh, what ladies, do you I'm gonna hang up on y'all common? right now. I'm gonna hang up on y'all right <laughs> oh. now. Listen, <laughs> listen, because <laughs> the conversation, because the conversation was just had with, I promise you, within days ago. That very same thing, a man asking me this, I'm like, what you mean, no physical, what you mean, you know, but it's like, what is left? <laughs> and I'm going, okay, well, we, yeah, we have that, yeah, I mean, that's great, but what do you mean, don't, but it's, it's really a challenge, it's a push for you to remove the physical, what's in your head? What do you really have to offer? And it's, it has nothing to do with how you wear your hair and how pretty you are, how how sexy your body is or how big your butt is, it's, it's none of that, and a guy is telling me this. And I'm like, what do you mean? Because this is what a lot of us have aspired to. We're trying to get your attention. Yeah, okay, boo, boo. Like, what what do you bring? Remove the physical ladies, men, remove that, and then what do you have left? And y'all, please help me. <laughs> Pray my strength. But seriously, um, what, what, what do we have left? And you have to think about those things because if we only like eggs and grapes together, well, when one of you change that and you no longer have that in common, exactly. then, then what? And, you know, I remember watching the Medea play, and the the line was, I want to say it was family reunion or something like that. But the line was, what does he do for you? 
You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What does that person, not even a he or a she, what do they do for mm-hmm. you? A lot of times people mm-hmm. can't answer those questions. Don't know the answer. If you say, Don't know the answer. She, 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 she affirms you. She spends time with you. But what does she do for you? Mm-mm. What does she do? And that's a very deep question. It's a very deep question. And it's, it's again, it's, it's more of a, a, a energy, a, a spiritual connection. It's, it's something that's intangible that you can't put your hands on. That is the answer. And while I can I, give people the answer, and they can say, oh, yeah, he moves me spiritually or we connect and we're one. If you really don't know what that feels like and looks like, and th- this is an energy that makes you move when you don't want to move. This is an energy that kicks you in your butt. This is an energy that makes you cry and be a better person. If that whatever they do, she or he does for you, if it's not doing that to make you a better person, then you're telling all of us a lie, and you're telling yourself a lie. Because if you're with anybody, friends, family, romantic partner, that, that does not move you to be a better person, you're, you're connected to the wrong people, period. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This has been such an enlightening conversation. We can go on and on and on, but, ladies, we have so enjoyed you here on Let's Chat, and our listening audience has enjoyed you as well. But we like to uh, give a parting gift as we, as we leave the chat room, but before you definitely, we wanted to shout out to all your social media sites. And anything that you may be having coming on down the pipe that our listeners can support you in. But we're going to do a fun question, and I'm going to pose it to the two of you. Um, just a little something, just to, you know, leave out on a, on a good note. If either one of you were a piece of candy, what would you oh, be and why? And, Catherine, let's start with you because uh, I, I'm no, very interested in no. know. <laughs> <laughs> Start with the smart one, the genius. Yes. No. I'm gonna. I would be a piece of butterscotch. Werther's original. I would would be a piece of butterscotch. Why? Because it's long lasting. It's gently sweet and satisfying, and it it just it just stays with you for a while. Committed. Butterscotch is committed. Okay, that's our first piece of work. I love butterscotch too. You got to change your candy. You got to get different candy. Sounds like you're my around my age, so that you should you should know about butterscotch because you're past forty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. I am. I am. But you still got to pick another candy. Anytime, you give me a piece of candy, girl. Okay, so I am a sour, a green sour apple lollipop. Oh, okay. All right, now, and tell us why. Because a a sour apple is sour, sour and sweet at the same time. So I'm a little bit of both. I'm, I can be sour. I can be sweet. I, I'm a little bit of both. And so once you consume me over a period of time, you'll realize that I'm only a soft piece of bubble gum. Oh. Oh. Okay. okay. Now, our listeners, okay, those are up. flavors of enforcers. <laughs> Enablers. <laughs> Wow. Well, all right. So all right. All right, sis. 
Ladies, we appreciate you guys for coming to kick it with us in the chat room. We want you again to shout out all of your social media, uh, any books that me, you may have coming out. Um, Sonia, we're going to be interested in your book that should be coming out. You know, we, me and C always speak and stuff. That's what we do here on Let's Chat. And so I see your book is going to be coming. And so we want you to make sure that when it does come, that you come on Let's Chat and come and share it with the girls. After oh, will. I would love that. Thank you guys so much for having me. My, she um, even social fight, <laughs> my social media is um, my boutique is Betsy Moore, B-E-T-S-Y, Moore, M-O-O-R-E, boutique. So Betsy Moore Boutique, make sure you like my page where I post some of my items, not all of them, but I post some of them. And if you're interested, just inbox me on there or my Instagram page. And I kind of let you guys see a lot of, my, of who I am on my Instagram. So it's not just business, it's some personal as well. And um, I'm Sonya Atkins on Facebook, where I a total heavy influencer on there. So brace yourself if you refresh right. my friends. And I'm I'm a little all over the place. I'm called to the masses, so I don't. There's no compromise in my influencing. Hmm. All, right. all right, now. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll be bravely sending my friend you? request tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine, share with us our listeners where they can find you and follow you. Okay. I want to keep it simple for you. This needs to be said.com, and you'll be able to connect with us as far as past radio shows, get updates on the upcoming television show that I shared with you ladies, Um, our social media on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter. You can get us all there, this needs to be said.com or Miss TNTBS. And I look forward to anything that you have to share. If you got a nugget from tonight, if you got an additional comment, or I would love to connect with you. And and I mean that. I do mean that. I want to connect with you. I enjoy talking with people, and I'm a firm believer in building relationships. So if you're ready to make new friends, play in this virtual sandbox with me, come join me. This needs to be said.com. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Love it, love it, love it. Mm Mm-hmm. So yes, I'm driving Miss Catherine. So would you please um would you please request me or inbox me Sanja Atkins with a J and then oh, Atkins. Already with a done. Got you. Because <laughs> I'm driving. Okay, thank you so much. We appreciate everybody for tuning in. Thank you, Veronica, for tuning in from Chicago, sticking it out with the ladies of Let's Chat in the chat room to the end. We appreciate everybody that has tuned in to Let's Chat. If you've missed any part of our show, no worries. You can always check out our archives here on blogtalk.com and on iTunes as well as SoundCloud. We appreciate you guys, and we will see you guys tomorrow. Yeah, thanks for Thank joining you. us. Good night, ladies. Good night. Good night. Thank you so much again. Um, Bye. You're very welcome. Let's play a little music. We like we like Miss Ebony Archer here, so we're gonna play a little Ebony Archer on our way on out. <laughs>